Blog Talk Radio. Well, true. Maybe in some way, shape, or form, they are his papers. No, they are not. Uh, What's going on, everybody? Today is December 1st. Happy Christmas season. Holiday season is in full effect. Thank you for tuning in and logging on, especially to Blog Talk Radio. It is your boy, Truth It. And I am here with the one and only, too real to be phony, Trooper Joe is in the building. Hello, folks. I hope everybody's getting well prepared for the Christmas holidays, and not in material kind of ways, but in love. Just pure up, straight up, right from the heart love, you know? Mm -hmm. It's going to be rough this season. That's why I'm calling for everybody to get prepared because of all this sexual harassment charges, you know? You got to hand somebody, you get the office list on who to get somebody something for Christmas and stuff, and... Yeah, everybody wants to have their own gender. Yeah. But I don't know if that's working either here in the Senate in Massachusetts. The husband of the Senate president, he's charged with all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, he and him. Yeah. Yeah, which is fine, which is fine. But now it's reaching over, it's crossing all the lines. Now we're getting into homosexual sexual harassment. Uh, you say that three times fast. <laughs> homosexual sexual harassment. Homosexual sexual No, I can't do it. Not three times fast. Nope. I tried. Uh true. It's it's an, it's a, it's the creed Christmas season. Yeah. And uh we're gonna try to stay positive today on Truth and AM. That'd be nice. All right. So let's talk about sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even get away from it, you know? Nope, you so, can't. It's so bad out there. Yep. Yeah, you know the actual thing is, I don't see why there's so much of this sexual harassment out there. Mm-hmm. The guy, it's like you're not taking it any place. No. Nope. So what's the big thing looking down a woman's blouse or something like that? Men been doing that since they invented blouses. Right. <laughs> um. Cut it out. Don't be bringing up the subject. Yes, please cut it out. We don't need this type of foolishness to continue. But you know, the, 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 like I said before, Troop, the, the, it's a little unfair to me. And, and it's a little unfair to me because sexual, the, the way these men are behaving has been accepted for a long time. Yeah. It was part of almost, I don't want to say it's part of the culture, it but was, it was part of the culture. Men working is. with women, men hitting on women, catcalling and stuff like that. I don't think it's necessarily fair that men are paying for it now. Now, rape, whenever there's an accusation of rape, then yes, absolutely. Rape, yeah, rape was never, and, and grouping, never been accepted yeah. in uh, our culture. So yes, those men that are accused of doing that, groping and raping, there should be no excuse. But Sexual misconduct? Yeah, that's the one that gets me. They call everything sexual misconduct. Right. I guess you have that feeding frenzy at the at the beginning of this, because it's definitely the beginning. It's going to change the whole culture all the way around now. Right. You know, and so you have, you, you take in everything. Well, he said the buckles on my shoes were real shiny. 
yeah, he must be trying to look up my vest to my shiny pills or something. That's right. sexual misconduct. <laughs> so there, there is sexual. There, I, I think if you are not a creep, creepy, creepy guy. Yeah, if you're not a creepy guy, then you should be shouldn't be held to those standards. Now, I've looked at some of the tapes from Matt Lauer, Matt Lauer and some of the things he said. So, for example, before they got the, began recording an episode of Good Morning America, whatever show that he's on, Meredith Vienna was bending over, and she was getting her papers ready, and he said, stay like that, not you. Now, the way he said it and the tone he said it was kind of creepy. Okay. And that's at the workplace. So, yes, he should have gotten fired for it. No matter if he, he would have done that in the 80s, he would have gotten fired for yeah, it. So, uh, some oh, of those things, right, some of those things are accepted. But then there's a, all, you know, I, I just think it's too many, too much, too yeah. too many, too many women coming out now. And, and some of the stuff is just, is, is really, really? Yep. Put on your big girl clothes. Well, I don't, I don't want to, see, it's, it's tough to tell a woman who's violated to get over it or put on a yeah, bigger violation and stuff like that. A woman or a man or anybody who's been violated and assaulted and, and things. That person need to go to jail. All predators need to go to jail. Yeah. They need to be go to jail. They should there's no no reason in rhyme for that kind of things to happen. But you know what, Troop? I'm glad I got married before all this stuff happened because I wouldn't know how to flirt with a woman anymore. Oh yeah, I wouldn't want to be a young person out there with them. Yeah, how are you gonna flirt with a woman anymore? Now you have to wait for the woman to flirt with you first. Yeah. Or you're in trouble. Don't flirt with them first. Wait for them to flirt with you first. Don't try to uh do anything to uh or or take a risk or a leap of faith, try to hit on a woman on your own because you might lose your career, your future, and everything. It's too much on the line now when you do that stuff. Yeah. But you know, the locker room talk still goes on. I hear the same, the talk in the locker room and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I hear people in the locker room talking about some of the girls that they've seen out in the gym floor and stuff. Or they'll be talking about some somebody that the, the two, two or three parties know and stuff. Yeah. You know, so that that locker room conversation still goes on. But you want to know what's going to happen with that locker room conversation? Thing that happened with Donald Trump. You get the whistle blow. So yep, someone's going to record it. Yep, and this. someone's going to get in trouble. Yeah. I don't, I don't I even want. Yep, I don't want nothing to do with locker room talk either. Locker room talk to me is scary, and I don't even want. I don't even want to talk about my wife in locker room talk. Like, oh boy, my wife and I, we were acting like we were sixteen years old again. Nope, no talk like that because I don't want to get sued by my wife or something. I don't, I don't play. Yeah, but this, I hear the locker room talk. I don't myself. I don't engage in it because most of it's there's so many swears and cuss words in it. It's like I really don't um, want to hear all those swears and cuss. Cause I don't use them that often myself, so it's like I stay away from them. Yeah, they're like a conversation of an idiot. So I'd rather have a much more meaningful conversation. Mm-hmm. So I don't get any. So I stay away from the guys talking all this nonsense. Yeah. yeah. You have to, though. I mean, now, I mean, you don't have a choice. Yeah. And I really don't care what the girls <laughs> I think they're working it out. I got, I got, I got training. I don't work out, folks, first off. Let me tell you. I don't work out. I train. Okay. So when I'm in the gym, I'm training. That's not working out where I'm going, oh, well, let me do. Okay. I got 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but how you're, you doing? <laughs> but now you're uh, training to get ready for um, the javelin, right? The yeah, I'm going to throw the javelin for the senior, the senior Olympics for the state of Utah. Mm-hmm. So I'm training for that. And I also think about competing in a um, in, in a senior division of of Olympic lifts and stuff. So I'm training for that. So I have to work a lot on technique. I have to work a lot on 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 movements and and those type of things and which muscles that I have to really work on for the force. Mm-hmm. Which muscles I have to work on that's going to resist the force. So yeah, you know, there's there's so I got you know I see all the people in the gym and yeah. you know. And about a lady walks by and she's looking outstandingly fabulous and stuff. I take a look, just like if I someone walked by who doesn't look outstandingly fabulous. <laughs> you know, I, I look at them too. And in the gym I go to, there's a lot of a lot of women that do um, bikini con. They do it on a professional level. There's, I think there's like three girls that are registered. They have their uh, professional cards for Arnold Classics. Yep. In in the gym and stuff, so there's a lot to look at. So now, have you seen them ever get hit on? No, they're doing their training. They don't pay any attention to anybody. Good. Yeah, one Good. one of the girls up in the mine, um, you know, she was the captain of the Patriot cheerleader squad. Now she's a fitness expert and she does fitness mm-hmm. contests and shows. You know, but she's in there training. Mm-hmm. I think the guys are scared of her anyway. You know, <laughs> I would be. Better <laughs> mind your man if you're not. <laughs> Go in there and act crazy. They're all real nice people and everything, you know. As people too, this you know these people are very aggressive when mm-hmm. it comes to 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 their profession and stuff like that. Just like anybody else, right? They just look better than both. Because <laughs> <laughs> and they work work a if, lot harder. If I worked out like that, I wouldn't. Uh, oh, so I I understand why people who do work out. Yeah. Focus on how they look better than everybody else because that's hard work. They work hard. Yeah, that's hard. That's that, and that's not a a couple five days a week going to the gym. No, you have you work when you have to deny yourself all the good foods that mm-hmm. are out there. That's a twenty four hour a day job. Yeah, I ain't on the food denying part though. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you know, not yeah. yet. Later uh-huh. on, I'm gonna have to take off uh, some pounds for this. You know, part of my, my workout too. I put on a. In, in the house, I put on a 30-pound vest, and I like to wear that around just, you know, on my average everyday type of just doing things for about four hours or so if mm-hmm. I'm in the house. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I'm lucky enough to have a bathroom downstairs, but I put it out of service. Mm. So if I got to go, I got to go upstairs. Yep. You know? It, and, and I'm wearing this vest. It's going to help, help my posture be straight and help me. Help me, um, my lower back and stuff like that. Just a little bit of extra resistance and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't you know. I mean, so working out all the time because I'm training. Yeah. yeah. Um. So today, today, December first, my wife started a contest with the kids and I. <laughs> whoever we all have to weigh ourselves today, okay. and whoever loses the most weight this month gets a hundred dollars from her. What? She's in the contest too because she wants to keep her money. Oh, okay. So uh, we all are starting a, a contest today. Whoever loses the most weight, most weight gets to be in shape. I think we need to up the ante a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but, but, 
But how you going to measure who's losing the most weight? By the numbers. Some of your kids ain't got too much weight to lose. Some of them, but some of them do. So I think it's just her, myself, and William. And William? Yeah, you know, the porkers. The three yeah. porky ones in the family. So we ones that are, are going to work on it. But it's interesting because we just started that today. So, uh, yeah, Matt Lauer is fired. Russell Bye. Simmons has stepped down from all of his positions. You know, Russell Simmons, he used to be the uh, owner of Fat Farm, owner of Def Jam, owner of Global Grind, all of these uh, multimedia companies. And he stepped down because he was accused in 1991 of raping a woman that he admitted he had sex with. He said, I slept with her, but we, I didn't rape her. Yeah. But now he decided to step down from his position. And, you, you know, 1991, and he got all these positions that he's in, got plenty of money. Yep. Yeah, he said, all right, I go through all this nonsense because the money doesn't mean anything. I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, That's what I'm thinking. We're all thinking, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was almost 40 years ago. It did, right. Oh, 30 years. Yeah, 30 years. Uh, yeah. yeah, so, you know, 26, 27 years. But the hip-hop yeah. mogul co-founded Def Jam Records in the School of the Businesses, stepping down from his companies after a woman said he sexually assaulted her in 1991. His resignation followed a guest column in The Hollywood Reporter by Jenny Lemet, a screenwriter for The Mummy and Rachel Getting Married. I have been in formed with great anguish of Jenny Lemmett's recollection about our night together in 1991, he said the statement. I know Jenny and her family and have seen her several times over the years since the evening she described. While her memory of that evening is very different from mine, it is not clear to me that her feelings of fear and intimidation are real. But what is he saying? Is he saying he did? He, he's... I don't know what he's saying. He's saying he took advantage of the lady. If I had a stick of chewing gum and someone accused me of rape, I would not give up my piece of gum for a woman. Why are these men, if they're maintaining their innocence, why are they dumb enough? Why, well, not dumb enough. I don't want to say dumb. Why are they dumb enough to, get, <laughs> to, to quit? Their, would you quit your position if you didn't do anything? No, and that kind of looks like you did something. Yeah. Listen, you know what I would my my statement would have been if I was Russ Simmons and I didn't do anything. If I didn't do anything. If I didn't do anything, I would be like, I don't care about her fear. I don't care about her feelings. She can go straight to hell in a handbasket. I did nothing to that woman. That's it. And yeah. and no one's got, I'm gonna give up my life or change my life or ruin my life because this woman decided that she wanted to do something stupid. That, that, that's what I just said. No, no, no. I didn't do anything. And you keep calling those names and stuff, and there's going to have to be a prop. There's going to have to be a lawsuit. Yeah. I would, I, man. So I just, I would <clears> just <throat> leave it like that. And, you know, and it, it's not just some of the fairness isn't fair, too. We're looking at these people that in today's eyes. Yep. And they're very successful and very big. And they got lots and lots of money and everything. I don't mm-hmm. know what they were like 30 years ago. Nope. On their way up, or what the woman was like. You're seeing a woman 30 years later? Yep. You know, she's not the same woman that, that you saw 30 years prior. She's, she's established herself in her business, in her, her walk of life, or she didn't. And he's not the same man either. No, he's not the same Let's man. Let's say even if he did do it, 
there yeah. might be a sense of rehabilitation, right? That yeah. he would go through because he didn't do it. Yeah. He might already have rehabilitated himself. He, his life may have rehabilitated him. So, for example, if he would have went to jail. The purpose of going to jail is for rehabilitation. Yeah. So if he goes to jail for rehabilitation for something that happened almost 30 years ago, he may have already been a changed man since then. Yeah, but, you know, if he raped the lady and stuff like that, that's a crime. He's got to pay the price. There's right. no time right. limit on the crime. So he has to pay for that. But if he did something stupid like say something or, or you know, that if, if he said something that made the woman uncomfortable and everything 30 years ago, get over it. Right. <laughs> you know? Move on. Yep. You know, if he didn't put hands on you, and or, or he didn't stifle your 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 growth in, in your your business, move on. That's mm-hmm. just being that's just being um, mean. Right. Yeah. Maybe that's what you want to be, because we're assuming that the victims are always good people. Right. Which is not, <laughs> not the truth true. at all. Yeah. There's some <clears throat> some very nasty people out there of both genders. Yep. No, oh, yeah, they're they're not good people. Mm-hmm. I see them in the gyms in wildlife too. They're, I mean, they're not bad people, but they're stupid people. The, very. But when are we? The culture is changing. Yeah. The world, the way we live, is literally changing now. Yeah. And it's. I don't want to say it's tough for men because it's been tough for women for a long time. We were able to say, call women hoes and do whatever and degrade them. We were able to do a lot of stuff to women. <laughs> I never did that, Tasha. I did. You true? Nineties? See, I was it. young in the nineties. That's we had Snoop Dogg, we had Dr. Dre, and we had uh, Ludacris. We move, itch, get out the way, get out the way. Like we would just have just songs that would influence us so bad that yeah, like treated women crazy. Like I said, we don't have a culture here. We don't have mythology. We, we we base ourselves on our songs and and it looks like on the movies and stuff. And my my we use more creative type of things when I was growing up because I'm older. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you had the you you could use your imagination mm-hmm. even watching a watching a, a a love picture on 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 in the movies and stuff like it wasn't. It, now there's no imagination. Mm-hmm. You know, you're watching a love picture, they're naked. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, what's that say? Before, you know, there used to be a little bit of imagination out there. We don't want imagination anymore. Right. We want everything to be given to us on a big platter. It's like, no, this is what I'm talking about. So everybody take clothes off, up in the bed, mm-hmm. you know, roll around all over them, make some noises and stuff like that. That's where they use their imagination. You know, it's like... It, it, we didn't have that. Nope, we didn't. And even in strip joints and stuff like that, strip joints, strip, you know, <laughs> the yoga pants and stuff they went out. Mm-hmm. Please, that was strip joint stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tassels and things like that, and and you know, um, the short little bikini type bathing suits. These were strip joints. Yep. This is common wear now. Right. <laughs> But the, I think the worst, not the worst part, I, I think one of the bad parts about it, though, is that now men are guilty until proven innocent. Yeah, that did change and stuff like that. The women, the women, women definitely have worked their way into a position of power. Yep. 
you know, I think they don't even know they're in a position of power. They're doing just like a lot of the um, the uh, civil rights movements and stuff of today is. It's like you're still trying to justify your position of power. Mm-hmm. You're in the position of power. Look what look what's happening. If you say he looked at me while I was getting a, a glass of water and stuff, and I didn't like it, so you can charge somebody with sexual misconduct. Yep. You was leaning over at the bubbler getting a uh, drink of water. Right. You're in a position of power. Yep. I think women are aware of their position of power from the day that they marched against Donald Trump that day and all the women on earth stood together and said, you know, we're not taking this from men anymore. And then all of a sudden, all these men started getting in trouble, starting from Bill Cosby all the way down to Matt Lauer now. I think they are well aware of that power. And some, just like all people, when they get power, there are always a few who abuse it. Yeah, that's absolutely well said and, and they corrected too. But they're not transferring it over in, into other other forms of power, in their job searches, in their thing, and they're in positions of power in their job search. They're mm-hmm. not. They're not. They haven't taken over all the big chairs. They are one and two, and it, that's how things start. One, and then two, mm-hmm. and in some cases four. Yep. Not then three, but they're, they're progressing along like this. But definitely in the social media era and stuff that you talk. Yep. They're controlling the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. They are. And it's like, <clears throat> that's fine with me. You know, I'm, if somebody's a predator, somebody's a, a, a pervert, or somebody's doing some kind of craziness and stuff out there, hey, don't do that. Nope. You know, because you're going to get yourself in trouble, and it's going to make us have to talk about it. And I don't want to talk about it. Right, I want to stay away from stuff like that. Yeah, so so cut that stuff out, you know. Get back, and I think that men have been feminized too. I men think I have been feminized. I think men have lost a lot of machismo. <laughs> I, you know, I I really do. I yes. mean, I think that you know a lot of the machismo is gone, and because I you know, for me, if you assault the wife. Or even any kind of thing make her uncomfortable, or my daughter, or even my son, yep. or or the cousins, or a friend. I'm a punch in the face. <laughs> right. You know, I'm just a heathen. Yep. You know. So here's the problem. <clears throat> they don't want. They want macho or a machoism, whatever you want to call it. They want that dead. They don't want nothing to do no. with. They women want to be equal as men. They want to be the same as men, so they don't want machismo. No, men gave it up. Yes. <laughs> uh, men did give it up. And men, not only did we give it up, we are joining the other team in some ways. Mm-hmm. We want to be men. Some. <laughs> some men do. Some they men want, want to, yeah. to be women, and and they and I I feel almost like some want men just eliminated from her. <laughs> the Amazonians, to the Amazon yes. type. I don't want us to be slaves of the truth. I'm getting scared. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But I, you know, I, I I really I really feel that a lot of men have lost a lot of their machismo, you know, and. Because they, 
just some of the way they say things, to, even to men and stuff, it's like, you know, you, you sound like a girl. Yeah, and I'm going to tell that person, and I'll do this, and I'll just let them know about this, and I, I told them that, yeah. And then when they turned around and said, are you talking to me? Well, no, I was talking to him over there because they, mm-hmm. they, they got a lot of mouth, you know, and but they don't want to bat up. Well, you know what? One of the good things. Hide behind the wood. Black Lives Matter. Please. Oh, oh Black Lives Matter, by the way, has been uh, uh, been monitored by the FBI. They've been looking at Black Lives Matter. That just came out. Good. I've been looking at it, too. They- no, you leave Black Lives Matter alone. This is what I'm tired of. I'm tired of every time black people come together and do something. Why the FBI and the CIA, why do all these entities have to get involved? But see, everybody's responding to black right now. But maybe you didn't start, it was the black people coming together to do something. All they have now is the name. It's not black people. They got the new movement that let's boycott all the white the white um, stores and the white-owned yep. stores for Christmas and yep. stuff. I saw that on the news. I I, I had to pause it. I paused <laughs> the, the TV. I had to pause and get up real close on the screen. I counted two black people out of this herd of crowd, mostly all white women. You know, I'm, it's not black people. The same thing at Fenway Park when they did that thing. There were no black people. They were just using the name Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter. And and it's like black people I'd come together with that because they don't have a voice in it. They just get to be this this the the catalyst for, for whatever thing that's going on. So I could see that, you know, the the um, FBI monitoring Black Lives Matter because you got the nut groups out there that just joined in the background and so you're urine with 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 gasoline in it, people. True. I don't want to sound like a victimized person. <laughs> Go ahead, though. But the FBI won't. Well, maybe the <laughs> FBI are investigating Black Lives Matter because it's black. No. Martin Luther King was 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 watched by the FBI. The Black Panthers was watched by FBI. The Nation of Islam watched by FBI. Just all you have to do to show me that I'm not I am being the Victimized is just tell me one black group that the FBI didn't investigate and then I'll leave it alone. You're absolutely correct, but you're responding to the name. There's no yeah. blacks there anymore. <laughs> They're being they used by a whole group of <laughs> and not that group from behind them who throws things and hide behind the girls. But that's Worcester, though. That no, this is this is what I'm supposed to do. This is the news I saw yesterday when they were calling for Black Lives Matter, calling for the, the uh, protest, the white-owned Christmas stores. Yep. And the crowd that was just showing there, I only see like two black people, and they weren't all that black. I love they were his <laughs> They were all that black. It, it's like it's been usurped by those college girls and stuff like that. It's a college type of 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 um I don't even know what you would call it, but it's a college type of entertainment type of thing mm-hmm. that you know how colleges like to protest this, protest back in my day, protest Vietnam, protest everything, yep. protest all this stuff. Don't let's hug some trees, protest right. down trees and everything. I think this is what Black Lives Matter has been. 
undermined by these people like that. Then you got the vicious group of Atifa, and then you got all these other groups that's coming out there to save the day, and they hide behind the girls that do things. And they run out, yeah, and then they run back. Come on, yeah, okay. That's what I'm seeing, you know. What that's only what I'm only my my opinion and stuff like that. I don't think Black Lives Matter do. I don't think a protest of Christmas, please. Uh Why are we protesting Christmas? I hope all your kids are listening. Kids, protest school on, on, on the week before Christmas. Stay home, drive your folks crazy. Make sure that they know they're going to drive crazy. Make them make them not be able to go to work. Protest that. <laughs> no, don't do that. Kid. But if you protest the store, who owns the stores? Black, there ain't no black Christmas stores. Nope. So where are you going to buy the presents? They have like a black Amazon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> where you can shop online and get beads and and other uh, other items. All right. Get beads and items and stuff, but they ain't going to get none of these. Nope. They ain't going to get no iPhone. They ain't going to get no no video games, they're not nope. going to get the, any of those. So, is this a black black movement? No. Right. This is a ridiculous bunch of people coming together to do something because it's a big holiday. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they're undermining the, the, the good that Black Lives Matter was originally put there to do. Right. You know, they was originally to, to say... Black Lives Matter, and it was about police brutality. Yep. Not Black Lives Matter, and because Santa Claus is white, and the store, you don't shop there. Yeah, come on. Well, that's, all that's things, crazy. all things, I think develop or morph, <laughs> like the way a caterpillar morphs into a butterfly. It started <laughs> off as police brutality, and then it morphed into something different. Just like women's rights morphed into we want to have equal pay and and want to be treated equally. So now we want we all want all men to pay for everything that they've ever done for us. We want since all the beginning control. of time. Yep, we want all the control. We want it all. As it's always been. It's like you always had the control. You ain't never had not had the control. Women always had the control. Women yeah. never had the control. Who controls in your house? <laughs> me, I'm the me, president. Me, I'm the, I'm the president. Uh, yeah, there. Yeah, I just when I came. Yeah, that's <laughs> they right. Were, they always do that. Men uh-huh. just better showcases. Just look at a barbecue. Yep. You got the man standing in the smoke. Women know she ain't gonna stand in that smoke. He flipping the burgers, talking all this, doing the real. Who did all the cooking? In the back was the woman, and she let her husband have all the praise and power as long as he stands in the smoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so <laughs> there is a video on YouTube, Troop, yeah, that has five million views. Five million. Five million views. Oh, video. And it is by a person who lives in Worcester. Yeah. Who represents Worcester? He's a rapper. Okay. And his name is Joanna Lucas. Joanna Lucas. And the video has a white Trump supporter and a black man sitting at a table from across from each other. And they're both rapping. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, this song made put Joanna Lucas on. He was on CNN. He was on television. This is being talked about all over the country. Except by me. You, but we're about to. We're, we're about, about to get this going. Uh, the name of the song is I'm Not a Racist. 
And he raps the song from the perspective of your average white person who's a Trump supporter and then an average black person hates Donald Trump. So what I think we're going to do is I think we're going to watch the video, take a break, come back, and then we're going to discuss it. Because I think this is a very important, especially since it's someone from our hometown or my hometown and you leaving, of Worcester, <laughs> of Worcester Massachusetts. Uh, so what we'll do... Yeah, I gotta go make, make schools and stuff. Gotta, yeah, you got gotta, things to do. I, that's it. I got I gotta develop leadership that's programs right. for corporate industries. Yeah, I ain't these. mad at that. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break and we'll be back on Truth in the AM. Are you a manufacturer, dealer, or distributor in the following industries? Agricultural equipment, material handling, construction machinery, power generation, commercial and retread tires. Transport refrigeration, marine, heavy trucks, automobile, temperature control, utility vehicles, maintenance and repair, or something else, then Curry Management is for you. Distribution analysis, dealerization, and dealer distributor development are the top three services provided to manufacturers. We at Curry Management provide this along with the best practices groups, profit improvement workshops, merger and acquisitions, business valuations, and leadership management development to dealers and distributors. Do you own a closely held private company? We at Curry Management provide business continuation services, succession planning, leadership development, and other staff-related management training. Curry Management pride themselves in always being ready to assist manufacturers, dealers, and distributors with today's business challenges. Help yourself. Connect with Curry Management. www.currymanagement.com. 292 Lincoln Street in Worcester, 508-752-9229. Have you recently been in an accident? Did you back into another vehicle? Hit a shopping carriage in a parking lot? Or is your car in need of general repair? If your answer is yes, then ENC Auto Body is the place for you. ENC Auto Body is Worcester's premier auto body shop. We have collision specialists and licensed appraisers on site, and we make sure that you receive the best service you can find. Results are always amazing, and we take pride in making your experience with us at ENC as painless as possible. Drop your car off and rest easy knowing that your car is in the best care. But be forewarned. Your car may come out looking better than it did before your unfortunate situation. ENC Auto Body. We're here if you need us. Located at 16 DeMarco Terrace in Worcester. Call us at 508-799-0014 and 774-329-7334. Working with some of the best Thai chefs, Bator has brought her skills from Thailand and Israel to Worcester, with basil and spice. Her desire to bring the taste of the homeland here is one of the reasons basil and spice was voted the best Thai restaurant in central Massachusetts. Their menu consists of the best tasting basil and chili, drunken noodle, steamed mussels, seafood basil pad Thai, ginger chicken, and more. You can't go wrong with basil and spice. They offer catering as well. Being a master caterer, you can rest assured you'll be receiving the best full, self, and private catering events available. 
Basil and Spice stands by you receiving the incredible and authentic Thai dishes along with the best service at unbeatable prices. Accommodation to your needs is the key to success. You can also dine in at Basil and Spice located at 299 Shrewsbury Street in Worcester. Their relaxed atmosphere always provides the most comfortable setting for you to dine in. Do yourself a favor and head on over to Basil and Spice Thai Cuisine. You won't regret it. Basil and Spice, 774-317-9986, 299 Shrewsbury Street in Worcester. Serve weekdays for those who want to dine in is Basil and Spice Lunch Specials. For $11.95, you have your choice of garlic pork, lemongrass chicken, pad king chicken, or spicy tofu and vegetable. All lunch specials include a salad and Thai rolls. Basil and Spice Lunch Specials are available Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., Stop by and try out the lunch specials. Hey, everybody loves Chinese food. I know I do, but what makes good eats for me are the crab rangoons. We searched high and low for fresh, natural, good-tasting food, and that's when we were fortunate enough to come across Shangri-La. Absolutely. And not only are the crab rangoons fantastic, but everything I've ordered for them has been exquisite and flavorful. They have timely takeout orders, but if you want to eat there, you're in for one of the most beautiful dining areas, period. You can tell. They made every effort to create a clean, friendly environment. Trust me, you are guaranteed to have a great experience. Everyone is welcome to experience the best Crab Rangoon. And everything else in Shangri-La, Fairyland. Shangri-La, 50 Front Street, Worcester, 508-798-0888. Call and order some great, great food, food now. now. Order online at ShangriLaRestaurant.net. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa what? Konnichiwa. That's hello in Japanese. Man, if you want to say hello to me in Japanese, you may as well take me to 7 Nana Japanese Steakhouse. They have an outstanding sushi cuisine. Right. They also have modern styles of classic dishes and the friendliest staff. They are a cornerstone of the Worcester community and have been recognized for the quality of service they provide. And you know, I like my food fresh. And their lobster tail, my favorite, along with everything else on the menu. You know what? I'm about to order online right now. Hey, where are you going? I'm headed to 7 Nana Japanese right now. 7 Nana Japanese Steakhouse, 60 Shrewsbury Street in Worcester, 508-755-8888 www.7nanajapanese.com Hi, this is Trooper Joe of Archangel of Return to Chivalry, where we move in character development back to an era when it was seen as a privilege to do the right thing and extend a friendly and helping hand along with a loving hug to everyone. You can catch my show on blogtalkradio.com slash 
Archangel of Return to Chivalry or on Facebook Live dot com slash Archangel Chivalry. Have the fun. Listen Archangel of Return to Chivalry Wednesdays from 3 to 4. Hey, I'm trying to look up a decent coffee. It's always either burned or way too bitter, but I found the best coffee I ever had, period. A friend of mine brought me to Yo Way Cafe, and the coffee was delicious, flavorful, and made right in front of me. Not only is coffee great, but they have espressos, lattes, crepes, boba teas, smoothies, and froyo. Mmm, froyo. Take it from me, truth it, and make your way to Yo Way. Yo Way Cafe, 395 Park Ave, Worcester, 01610, or call 508-459-0611. A loyal customer like you deserves a sweet treat like Yo Way. And we are back. It is your boy, Truth of the Truth of the AM. I am here with Trooper Joe. Trooper Joe stepped out for a second. Uh, we were just watching Joyner Lucas. I'm not racist. Uh, the song of the year, by the way. Uh, that's, it has to be one of the, if not the most powerful song I've heard in a hot minute. It is one of the... The one of those songs that make you just it, it affects you because it talks about the the things that you want to talk about. It says it makes you say the things that you want to say, and it makes you uh, you know. That's right, song of the year. So nice, I had to say it twice. Um, but yeah, the the song has to go down as one of the songs of the year because it it just it's just that powerful. When you hear a song that powerful, you have to talk about it. You have to. Uh, you know, it, it affects you. It affects the inside. So my suggestion is, if you haven't listened to the song, Join the Lucas, I'm Not Racist, go and listen to it yesterday. Go and listen to it immediately, and it's, because I think the song is powerful. If you actually listen to all the words and you listen to both sides of the argument, I think it was great. But uh, my question is, I really want to hear uh, Trooper Joe's opinion on the song. Troop, what did you think about the song? Actually, I thought, um, you know, for the, um, I'll tell you, I'll give it the positive spin up front, you know, really quick and everything. I thought the two guys who who were doing this here, I yep. thought they were great. I thought they were really doing, I don't know much about rapping and stuff. I think that they had a, a nice, you know, flow to themselves. They had their gestures going on. They were, even when they were both doing the silent part of the thing. They they really knew how to do this and everything. Great acting. The acting was superb. Yep. The, uh, now, here kind of part I didn't like. Okay. Here kind of part I didn't like. All right. Maybe, it, maybe I'm out of touch with the generation. It was all stereotyped, the same old, same old and everything. The message that it was said wasn't a message of any kind of real positive thing. You know, they, you know, they just named all the... the the, the it's white a reflection guy, on real life. No, nah, that ain't real life. That's a reflection on what what everybody's telling you. That's a herd mentality reflection. There was nothing positive in there. The white guy was defending his right to be racist by saying, I'm not racist. Right. It's like, okay, let's define the word racist. Don't have a definition for the word racist because you don't have a definition for the word race. You know, so how are you, how you going to have a 
definition of this stuff. Now, does he believe in any of the evils and stuff in this song? No, he didn't believe it, but he was busy talking about it. He was talking about it so much, you know, about word saying the N word over and over and over again and throwing in the the, the Worcester F's. <laughs> Worcester like using those words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and to me, well choreographed and everything, but the message it sent the white guy was talking down to the black guy, and when the black guy got up to say his words, he had a lot of jivations, and he did just what my, my grandfather told me to do if I'm ever in a situation with any kind of white people and everything. Just stand up. Yep. He went a little bit overboard, throwing things, knocking his hat off and stuff like that, trying to prove to him that I here's what he's trying to prove. You don't know the pain that I have every day in life come on come on you that's the message he was sending does that guy have the pain every day in life i don't know i don't think anybody's that important to when you walk outside the house they should live that everybody's going to be trying to, to, to get them there's too many people in the world for that so that, that video i saw like that he spouted victimization on a loud little 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 microphone and stuff. This guy, he tried to justify his acts to make him say, I'm not racist, have no idea what racism is. He was just spouting all the little, the little stereotypical words that go along with it, all the gestures, all, all the quotations, and that's what they would do. But it was well performed and well put together. I thought it was beautifully well put together. But its message... There was no message or anything. There wasn't even a good. It wasn't even a good looking at the issue. There was solutions to it. There was no nothing to it. There really was nothing to it for 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 my opinion anyway. I think you should watch the video a couple more times. change. <laughs> first, first the, the the men at the end agreed to come agreed to disagree. That's one of the stereotypes I hear all the time. At least we can agree to disagree. Yeah. No, if I'm going to disagree with you and you're going to threaten me, I'm going to beat the hell out of well, you. Well, they didn't threaten <laughs> each other. At the, at the end, they agreed to disagree and they hugged. There was no threat oh, after that. You should hug. I'm the advocate of hugs. See, and they should. Tr- you know, here, here's the thing. You're, you are the person, the one person <laughs> I've ever met and I've ever known of. I First off, before I met you, I didn't know people like you existed. That's not. Right. So, for example, I'm going to ask you a question, and your answer is going to be so different than my answer and almost every other black person because in the world. you're going to ask me a question and looking for an answer that's going to come with stereotypes. I'm not going to give you a stereotype because okay. I don't live in this stereotypical world. Okay. If I want to know something, I find out the depth of it. Okay. So when you're driving yeah. and a police officer gets behind you, yeah. do you get nervous? No. See, that is weird. <laughs> when I'm driving, I'm driving. I'm about to be singing. I've watched videos of black people get pulled over for a stop for their taillight being out That's and just... end up getting shot. Oh, when I... police, even oh, wait, in wait, Worcester, wait, Massachusetts, wait. get behind me, I get nervous as hell. But the... Whose problem is that? It's my problem. Exactly. But it's shared with so many other people. But, but look here. Watch who, what who happens. Can, who, let's, let's, look at the, let's look at the word, because that's all what 
talking about it as a bunch of words. I asked, whose problem is that? I answered. You said it's your problem. Right. The, 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 the key word in that whole thing is what? Problem. Yes. You're going to fix the problem or you're going to live with the problem. For you, the problem is that you go outside and you have anxieties and fears that yep. you're black, so you're going to get stopped by police. Because it's a reality. No, that's a problem. We said it was a problem. A pr- problems aren't reality? No, we, we said that's your problem. Right, a, and a problems are reality. We're fixing the problem, not even addressing the problem. Is it possible you're, for no, a problem wait, wait, to be a reality? Wait, you're trying to make the problem into something else, another no. word, reality. It, it is. It, you, it's possible to coexist, to be close. No, problem, a problem fi- is a reality. We're fixing the problem. You can we're fix a fixing... problem, it's still a reality. So if you call it what you want, then we're going to fix the problem. How no, are you going no, to fix the problem? No, it is a I... problem a reality. Okay, I'll call it a reality. Okay, how do you fix the reality? You can't fix the fix... reality. Because the reality is, the reality is, I'm not the person killing black people. No, the, the, real, the reality is, it's your problem. You said that. Yes, it is it's my you, problem. Who's gonna fix your problem? Not me. No, you, well, you could you could help fix the problem. No, I ain't gonna fix it. It's your problem. Fix it. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, it's your problem too. It's not my problem. Just I don't you, have no problem. I go out there. I'll be right alongside the police. I'll wave to. I do it. No, I don't even do that. I'll be driving the car. I drive the car. Being police a, come behind me. Sometimes I'm driving nine miles down the highway. The state police come behind me at 100. I pull over, let them buy. Being <laughs> oblivious to a problem I'm does not, not mean you are. Being oblivious to a problem does not mean the problem does not exist. You still haven't fixed your problem. Uh, well, uh, you can work on the problem. You, you can't. ain't working there's, on there's it. There's no nothing. light switch for every problem you're, in the world. Fix it and flip the light switch and fix it. You're just trying to get me. Into the problems too. I don't have those problems. No, I'm and trying I'll to get you to realize I, that there is a huge problem. I'll in the, tell you why I don't have those problems. Why? I know me. They don't interest me. I have no fun in worrying about what other people think about me. It doesn't interest me. I don't care about it. And I'll tell you why that it's still a problem for you. Why? Because of the color of your skin. My my skin color. I love it. I say I love the color, all the time. I love the color of my skin too. I've it told, still doesn't mean it doesn't come with any problems. Not my problem. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. This is how much I love the color of my skin. I don't have a problem with who I am. I don't have a problem at all with the color of my skin. It's I don't have words. a I don't have a problem with my nationality. I don't have a problem. Well, there is something I do have. That, that a lot of African Americans don't have. Mm-hmm. I have a culture too. I'm I'm three quarters Indian. Even though the Indians are in the same economic, physical kind of boat like that, mm-hmm. I still have a culture. African Americans don't really have a culture. You don't have a mythology. We don't have that mythology. We don't have that culture like that. The only culture that we really have that you can point the finger on is slavery in this country. We don't even have the African culture. We don't know about it. We don't know about all them people from Africa. One of the places in Africa, and, you know, we say about um, um, schools and stuff being named after white presidents and stuff. One of the cities in, I think it's Liberia, is named after James Monroe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
president of the United States. Okay. Nobody says anything about that. So if you, you you can't you can put it all in that gumbo soup and put your big spoon in and maybe oh I got a, I got a shrimp I got I got a crawdad I got a potato and an onion. Mm-hmm. There's still a whole lot of celery and everything else and they go in there and get that too. So you can get a lot of problems out of that that gumbo soup. But if you don't if you want to Take them and internalize them. You own them. They're yours. Okay. I've been telling you the truth. How many times? You can tell this. How many times you've been stopped by the police? Couple. For what? Uh, speeding. Well, that's against the law. Right. So <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Did you ever stop by the police because you driving the car being black? I I don't know. <laughs> you said speed is. And then you didn't name the rest of the thing. I, I did get stopped one time in West Wilson because there was a robbery. Uh-huh. And the person who, uh, the suspect, was driving a Ford Taurus, yeah. a blue Ford Taurus. And since I was driving a red Ford Taurus, they decided <laughs> to pull me over anyway. Okay, that's the only time that you could really have an incident to say, I, I, I was pulled over and, and it wasn't had anything to do with, 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 the crime at hand, but it still wasn't pointing towards your black. It was pointing towards the, the Taurus. So you're saying that racial profiling doesn't exist? I'd say racial profiling is an internalized emotion that people really like to have. I think that racial profiling, and I'm saying that from both perspectives, I think that those white people who racially profile black people and stuff like that, I think they have a problem within their own selves, and they do that. I think black people who are afraid to go outside because I'm going to be racially profiled, I don't think it exists. I really don't think that kind of ex- that that type of fear exists, and I hope to get rid of it. You, Those type but, of but you just said, but so but so in and you just use a lot of words to say yes, racial profile does exist. Yeah. Let me, so let me explain, right? Here, here, let me let me just I, w- I want to get this thought out. So, so the gender it, profile and any other okay. Kind of all right, all right. Just let me. I just want to get this quick. I, all right, I want to get this one put out. I've never Okay. <laughs> all right, right. So the West Nile virus. The West Nile virus in Africa. It's bad. A lot of people die from it. Every once in a while on the news, you hear about the West Nile virus reaching Massachusetts. Yeah. You know whether I watch it. I watch when I see that on the news, you know what I do? What? I go to sleep. I don't okay. worry about it. You ain't worried about the problem. Right? That doesn't mean it doesn't exist. No, it does exist. It but, still exists. But and it doesn't mean that it's not a problem. It's just that it's not likely to hit me. Exactly. Okay. So just like racism is not a problem or police or, 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 being, or being pulled over by a police officer is not likely to happen to you. In where you live in Worcester, Massachusetts, is not likely to happen. Doesn't mean that it's not a problem. It's still a problem. It's just less likely to affect you. So you don't worry about the problem. But it's still a problem, right? No, no, no. It's the same thing. No, no, it's the no, same no. thing. No, West Nile virus is a virus. Oh my West, goodness. <laughs> West, West Nile virus is a terrible type of thing that could affect. Not only you, me, anybody. Right. It it can happen because of the mosquito. It could happen. Getting pulled over for no reason, whatever like this, on a line of probability, West Nile virus is at the end down here where it could happen. The other end up here, 
can any anything in the world can happen. A bus could fall out of an airplane on you. A bus. I'm going that extreme. Now, you okay. Know, you can get hit by a bus that fell out of an airplane. Could it? Is it likely to happen? Of course not. No. And that's where the probability of getting pulled over just because of your color for no reason whatsoever, that's where it lies to. For me, way on the end of the probability scale over here. Where the West Nile virus lies on the probability scale over here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, there's problems and there's probabilities. There's not just problems and you lump them all into the same category and they fall in this mean section in the middle. Nah. Nah, nah. That's that's why that's why a lot of the things stay the way they're going to be. If you want to think that you have a problem, that oh man, I got to go to store. Yep. Hmm. How am I going to get? I better map this out because I know that the police is down this road, so I can't go down there because I'm black and they might stop. That's your problem. That your problem comes with you're fixing the problem or you adhering to the problem and liking the problem. Like personally, I ain't got no problems. It's there none. There are problems. None. There are problems that exist that we as people choose to either accept or ignore. Exactly. There's still problems. There's still problems, but they're on a probability scale. Okay, all right, all right, right. Okay, so you so you now you're admitting at least that it's still a problem. Yeah, but you okay, have good. to put I it on the okay. probability okay. scale. That's fine. I brought you at least to admit that no, it's a problem. No, no, yes, no. Yes, you just admitted it was a problem. I admitted this problem. And like I said, it's a problem you get hit by a bus that fell out of the right. sky. So it's less likely to happen. That's a, you have to put, if you put all the problems on a probability scale, where do the problems lie? Where the probability that these problems really are that it's going to affect me at all? It's less That's likely to happen. It's yeah. less likely to happen. Yeah. It's a problem. That's less likely to happen. Everything. But it still happens. Everything now. Everything's a problem. Everything's a problem now. Everything. That's a victim statement. Everything. That's what I'm saying. Without me, without a me, without a probability scale, that's a level of acceptance. You know, everything's a problem. Is it a problem if you're going to cook chicken? Okay, I'm going to go fry me some chicken, and and let me see. Oh, I better not fry chicken because it has to do with grease, and I got a gas stove. Oh, I better not do that because the flame's going to come up. And, And what if I just chill the grease a little bit before I get it. And I got it on the stove, and then the stove catches on fire. And the fire, because I spilled the grease on the floor, it spreads through the house, and the whole house burns down. And, and, and then the fire department can't get up the street because there's construction two miles away. These are all problems. Is it going to happen? Some likely. <laughs> could it happen? Mm-hmm. Certainly it could happen. But these are on a probability scale. Will it happen? No. This is what you're doing with all these problems. You know, if you're not getting stopped by, if you're going out there and you're adhering to the laws and stuff, the probability of you getting stopped, no matter if you're a naked black man in the car, is very much on this level of probability. Not down on here on this level of probability. That's why I don't have any problems. I'll just accept the fact that you say that it's still a problem. Yeah, you can you 
could you could do that, but then you're actually you're actually cheating yourself because you're not expanding on the probabilities. It's a problem that you're you should ignore. In, you're just living in a world of victimization because everything would be a problem. Anything, everything would be a problem. You know? Anything and, possible could be a problem. Any, and then everything's possible. There's nothing that's impossible. You could definitely get it by that bus. Mm-hmm. It'd probably be a Greyhound bus falling out of us the sky. Mm-hmm. You know, you that could happen. That could totally happen. Will it happen? I doubt it. <laughs> so the only thing about uh, your argument that I think is wrong or I think is off is the probability scale. We disagree on the probability. My probability think, scale is there. It's always probable. Racial profiling is a higher probability than what you're racial making profi- seem like. Racial profiling is an emotional probability. Most people don't no don't profile people on 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 race stereotypes. No, they don't really care nothing about anybody. True. So you, you, you're telling me that if a, a, a police officer sees a black man walking down the street with his pants below, below his behind, his hands in his pants, and a, a big puffy jacket and baggy jeans, he's not going to think he's more than likely to be a criminal than someone walking down the street in a suit? In today's world? Yes. I, I'll say emphatically, Yes, he's going to see the person as a drug addict. That's profiling. Because that's where the stereotype is. That's profiling. Yeah, but that's not profiling. Stereotypical. It is profiling, but it's a stereotypical profile. Yeah. Made up, made up by the news media. The news media okay. is going to say that this that that's what he said in that song too. This is this is what black people do. Yeah. So, because. We don't have mythologies. We don't have culture and everything other than musicology and music and stuff. So all the people, just like I said, your generation who raps like this here, this becomes our mythology. And as that becomes our mythology, mythology has a basis in truth because that's what we said it had. You know, most mythologies have some form of truth to it. You know, Zeus or Cronin or one of those gods back in Greece and everything. They they threw fire and everything. Yep. What's on Greece? A big old giant volcano that wiped out the place a few times. Mm-hmm. So that's where the god lives. He gets mad, he's throwing fire at you. So it has a basis in truth. So when we take and we we take our mythology that we don't have and we use the music industry to create our mythology, and then we use the social media network to enhance our mythology. What do you get? If you're wrapping out this stuff with a whole lot of words about justification because because the white guy's saying the N word and all this, and this is the way basically you saying I was raised, and this is the way that I was taught to feel, and this is the way I was taught to look at black people. And then you had the black guy saying, well, you don't know me, and you never walked in my shoes, and it's not my fault, and all these things. And you couple all that. Now, they fell right into that music mythology. All right. Well, we, we're coming short on time. So I, I want to kind of get back a little bit to the uh, uh, the Joanna Lucas thing. But I think uh, we should do a we should do a video. I should write a song and we do a video with you sitting at one of the table and you sitting at the other end and we do it like that again. <laughs> and the song should be titled I'm not a victim. I'm not, I'm not a, a victim. I'm not I'm not a victim. Right. But I 
the song can't be titled "I'm Not a Victim" because I think most people are victimized by their own self. And most people are racist. And, no, I, I think most people are victimized because of their own ignorance too. They're not taking time out to find out whether they themselves are a race are are a, um, victim or not. They're just going with the same thing. Well, that's racist. That's this, and that you know they can do that perfectly acceptable in this society. But you know. This this is the way it is, and as long as we continue to, to think that it's a problem, so but I don't have a solution to the problem because you never told me what you're going to do about the problem. Okay, you never said once how what are you going to do about your problem? You you announce that you have a problem that you might get stopped by the police. What are you going to do about it? Black Lives Matter. That's Black. something that was done about it. But okay, true. We, we got to get back. We got to get back to the. Uh, uh, we got to get back to the, the video. So here, here's one of the things uh, about the criticizing of the video for being stereotypical. Totally. It's art. It's art. So when you go to a movie. Well, that's what I said. Right. But criticize it for being stereotypical. It's supposed to be stereotypical. Yeah, but that ain't what I mean. What I said is we don't have a mythology. Right. Without a what does that have to do with the stereotype? The stereotype is coming through the musicology. Whatever music that, that we have out there, we're, we're using that as our mythology. That's what we're doing in, in, in the United States. We're putting our music as, um, as, as, our, as our mythology, and, and, and this is a relation that we have. I and think Christianity is, is our mythology. No, we don't have Christianity. Everybody's scared of religion. America doesn't have Christianity? Everybody's got some religious type of form or something, but we're totally scared of it. You don't hear it in the music, in the in the social media, unless you turn on specifically going right over here, walk this fine line to the to the, the religious station. You won't hear it on all the other stations or the news. Christianity's still the biggest religion in the country. Then what did the Pope do yesterday? Uh, what did he do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the Pope did yet. The Pope is not the Pope is in Jesus, so I don't know what what is, what is it is. I don't know either. And Jesus did Jesus have problems? He didn't not on this probability scale. He didn't care about it. He still had he was crucified, trip you don't think he was sweating blood before he gave his life. He, he didn't have problems? That was his job. Jesus sent out 77 and only 12 came back. The rest of them didn't like him at all. The people he came to save, they ended up killing him. He had problems, too. No, he didn't have a problem. Who had the problem? The Hebrews had the problem. Jesus was the worst Jew on the planet. And they hated him. Of course they hated him. If if you're the worst, you'd be hated. He was the worst. Jude it ever was. He said, hi, I'm here to change your whole religion into something else. Jesus had to escape a couple times because they was going to kill him before he was supposed to have been killed. It wasn't a problem to him. It was not a problem to him. People wanting to kill you isn't a problem? No. (laughs) Not not for me. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I don't understand truth. It's not a, it was not a problem to Jesus that he would die. Uh, you're Hebrew, right? Okay. You're Hebrew. Here comes Jesus. Yep. Son of God died there. Look at that, your, your Hebrew religion and say, oh, that's nice. I'm changing the whole thing. You're out of a job. You're out of a <laughs> He said, I'm changing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's all 
wiped away. Yeah. Now, this is the new religion. I mean, like Donald Trump to the Pharisees. <laughs> You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> yeah. So all these, these Jews, he had to be the worst Jew in the world. He was not a Jew. He was not a Hebrew. And he changed the whole, the whole dynamics of their whole religious set. He wasn't that, you know, I don't think that he was like by those people at all. No. But did he care? No. Of course not. That wasn't why he was down there. That wasn't his mission in life. That wasn't what he was there to do. Uh-huh. He was there to change the, the rigidity of that the, uh, the Hebrew religion and make it more palatable for the people because the people were weak. So okay. that's what he did. You know, that's what he did. And these people, they hated him for it because they lost all their power. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, but did he care? He didn't care. He did it. He didn't care about the problem. He didn't care about the he didn't care about the reaction. He didn't care about the problem. True, it's okay to say it. He didn't care about the problem. No, he, the, he did care about the problem cuz he changed it. So he had problems. He changed them though. Right. The right. He did something about the problem. That's the okay. There it is. What are you going to do about driving the car that you got a problem on? You still haven't answered that question. Oh, I know what I'm going to do. What's that? Get behind me, two hands on the wheel, neck straight up, make sure I'm, I'm, I put my blinker on if I switch lanes, make sure to drive the speed limit, don't and, get into no and, accident. And, and, and now let me give you something that's not known to most people. I didn't know it. I found out it from a friend of ours okay. and stuff like that. Probability with the police department and the judicial system is if if you're doing something like that, you don't make eye contact with the police or uh, or something like that. You're being suspicious. Mm. And that is a cause for them to why should you be suspicious? Now they'll follow you to see if you cross the double line. Okay. So then so I, I got to limit yeah, what you're doing, yeah, what you're doing is actually setting yourself up to be followed. <laughs> so I got to be as natural. Then that makes me even more nervous. Oh, God, they're going to kill me. Let me call my wife and tell them I love them. Oh, no, I'm not supposed to use the phone while I'm driving. I'm that, dead. Oh, I'm dead. So, you know, you, so what do you do? Try the car. All right. <laughs> That's what you do. Sing, if you're singing, drive the car. It's like, why worry about it? Right. Not a problem. Okay. <laughs> Oh, man. I still, I still think for for the artistic, the artistic flair of that, even even the background setting we had it in, in, in that neutral place like that mm-hmm. with nothing but a table and two mm-hmm. chairs facing each other and no other distractions in the room and yep. stuff. I thought that the video was well put together. I thought that it they took a lot. There was a lot of thought and creativity that went into that. The subject matter, I thought it was old. I yeah. thought it was perfectly put together. I thought what everything that that white person said is how a lot of white people feel, but they won't tell you. And I, I thought care. that everything a lot of black people said is how black a lot of black people feel, but they won't say it to a white person. I think it sparks a conversation needs to be had because it's how both sides feel, and they felt that way for a long way. So it is old, like you're saying, but they've never talked about it. And how are you going to fix something that you never talk about? So it's good that this hey, stuff is hey, out hey, in the open you so know, it's you dealt know, with. You know how the, 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 if it, those guys, you you got a little point going on there, they that white guy was having the conflicting thoughts within his head yep. about about black people, not about the guy in front of him, right, right, about the guy right. married to his cousin, right, it's the yep. girl married or the guy who was married to his yep. cousin, 
It was in his house. Yep. It wasn't in his house before. It was in his house. And they didn't know how to understand it or any of those things. Did they care? No, they were looking for okay, they were conflicted. They didn't understand it. So was was he being productive? Yeah. But the video wasn't showing that stuff. You know what the video did show? The video showed that the white man, even though he was a Trump supporter, did not hate black people for the sake of them being black. He even sat down and talked to this black person and hugged the black person. He did not hate that black person. That gave me hope. The black person, why? The black person didn't hate him. Nope, he didn't. Why didn't you put that first? If more people realize, because I, I I already have that perspective that I don't hate white people. Oh, okay. So if but nobody knew that. I married a white woman. Yeah, I, I, they knows. should know it. That don't mean you don't hate white people. That it means you love your wife. It kind of points to it. <laughs> it kind of points to it. If I hated white people, the chances of me marrying a white person. You get chances, the probability like you jumped back up. Yeah, the probability <laughs> of a bus dropping on your head would be of a black person marrying a white person if they hated white people. <laughs> So I don't know, Troop. I, you but made we, my head hurt today. I mean, my head we, hurt from this we, stuff. We we got a white, we got a black girl taking over English. Yep, she's moving in. she's in there in a big way. Go now. ahead, Meghan Markle, they, with your black they got, behind. They got American flags flying in England. Now. Yep, but yeah. she still can't get her citizenship. She still has to get her citizenship the right way. They they're not giving her uh, a pass. So she still has to go through the same steps that any other person yeah. to become a citizen. Well, they were thinking since she's about to be royalty that she'd get it in. No, East. no, no. You can't usurp the law just because there's an aristocracy in place. There's still a democracy over there in England. The aristocracy just part of their their, their culture. I'm about. To, I, I would change the law if I was. I'd be like, listen, we changing all of this you crap know, right now. That takes an act of their parliament and stuff like that. They can't. They can't change the law. They got a, they got a cultures. Mm-hmm. They got a, we don't have a culture. That's the biggest problem over here in the United States. There's no culture. There's no culture over here, especially for African Americans. There is no a huge culture, culture for African Americans here. There's no. It's just that the origin doesn't go back further than history documented. The well, origin of African American culture started from when we got here. Yeah. When we got this country. That's yeah. the only difference. We still have a culture. No, you, you don't have a... Hip-hop no culture is African-American culture? That's where we started to form. That's the music industry is where they started to form their thing. Way before the hip-hop, they had jazz, yep. blues, rock and roll, rock and roll, all these things like this. Mm-hmm. This this is starting. It became profitable. The biggest culture in the United States is capital money. That's what it is. Because once these, even back then, when those things started to become become popular and, and things like this, who had the the microphone? The white person had the microphone. And they, that's how it went. Mm-hmm. Everybody was talking about Gene Krupa or everybody, what's that dancer? Fred Astaire? Mm-hmm. Nobody talked about the two Smith brothers. Everybody talked about doing the California um, two-step. Nobody talk about doing the Lindy, you know. Well, it's it's, it's like black we people have, still influenced everybody. Black we people influence Elvis. Totally, we influence. Totally, you're, you're absolutely correct. The influential part of all that musicology, all those things like that, even in science, all these things like that, was 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 was, was engineered by black people. Yep. 
the part that came out at the the end with the social media stuff like that moved over to the white population. Okay. But this this and and what do we do rather than than being blacks and looking at well we started all this we can do it again we can do anything we want to do this is our culture this is the way we like to see things this is this is our mythology this is all of our stuff no we try to get a justification from the white person for what he didn't even start it okay he took it from him. Mm-hmm. It's like, why you care about if he took it from you? Now you want him to justify that he took it from you and say, yeah, you did real good, but look at all the money I made from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, what's the justification there? Forget about it. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm tired of racism anyway. Yeah. And I think that if, if you want to live your life as a victim and stuff, I'm going to call it a victim just like what it, what it is, then then go ahead. But if you want to live your life as a victim and, and you think that, that the world's not going to change, you know, and it's going to stay that everybody has to be a victim and stuff, that ain't today's world. Those kids aren't victims anymore. Those kids are definitely not a victim out there anymore. They're totally selfish, and selfishness isn't an evil anymore. To be somebody who's selfish used to be an evil. Yeah, oh, you're not a nice person. You're an evil person. You're you're too selfish to help anybody. That's not in existence anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're selfish. Well, you must be really thinking about creative things, and you really want to make a better life for yourself and everything. Selfish is now transferred over to something that's good. Mm-hmm. And, and with that good, if you don't, if you if if you see it as an evil still, then you're fostering um, victimization. Calm yourself, victimization. That's all. This is the philosophy of (laughs) Cooper Joe, folks. It's not real. It's mine. Philosophy of the archangel. (laughs) Yeah, this is the philosophy of the archangel. Yeah, you don't have to like it, dislike it, or anything. Okay. Guess what? I don't care. <laughs> on the probability, I would hope that everybody was able to reach out and look at themselves and say, "This is me. This is what I like. I, I, I like, I, I like this." Then that's good. So you're probably going to talk about mythology and stuff more on Archangel Wednesday, aren't you? Not yet. No. Not yet, because I really, I really, um, that's a subject that 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 is hard to, to talk about because. African Americans, and that's only a small population. African American. I'm not talking about Africans; they have a culture. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about Hispanics; they have a culture. Mm-hmm. So I'm not talking about blacks. I'm talking about African Americans. Mm-hmm. African American, their culture stems in because African American okay. stems from slavery. Yep, stems just where you said when they were brought over here. And the first thing that happened when they were brought over here. Because they came in so many different areas of Africa, you know, it wasn't Africa as we look at it today. Mm-hmm. It was Africa as it was back then. It was Africa. Then the language barriers between all them people made it so. After time, they lost a lot of connection, even though back to Africa. Well, uh, I still say that uh, that joint of Lucas video was amazing. It was well choreographed. It was well put together, and, yep. and the, the artistic design, the, the flair that they had yep. with doing their thing was great. For me, the topic was old hat, and was like it. It, it was just 
just a bunch of stereotypes coming together. It's important, though. Not even important in today's world. Look, look, it was at, important look for, at what's going on with the women. Uh, the, they're accused they're of women. sexual assault for 30 years ago. That's old. Sexual assault but, is old. But like Rape I, is old. But it still needs to be talked about today. But like I said about the women, the women just now, they're not accepting that they have the power. They're still mm. trying to justify the fact that they that they don't have the power, so they're looking for things that don't have power to them. Okay. They have the power. They just haven't acknowledged to themselves that they have the power. Same with the black. You have the power. You don't have to worry about police pulling you over. Especially nowadays, you got a phone. Travel around with video cameras and stuff. Mm-hmm. Turn it on. Yep. <laughs> All right, Troop, it is 11 o'clock, which means it is time to bid adieu. We hope you guys enjoyed the show as much as we enjoyed talking about it today in this heated episode of Troop Fit in AM. Watch out for buses falling on your head. Watch out for the police. (laughs) Watch out for racial profiling. Watch out for it all, even though it's not a problem. Uh, So, Troop, what's on the agenda for the weekend? I got got to go um, meet with my... My guys and stuff like this here. Because I am moving, folks, going to Utah. So before I go, I got to set up my uh, brain my brain trust with the guys I have. So get dates when I come back so that they can help me to aspire to be the best me that I can be. All right. Because I'll admit, I don't, have all the, I don't have all the answers. You know, I don't even have all the thoughts. And that's the idea behind having a... A brain trust, a group. One of my, one of the people that helped me a lot is, is Will right here. Okay. Yeah, Will right here. So, I mean, everybody should have a, a group of people, I think anyway, a group of people that, that they can sit around and and just talk about things that they want to they want to change mm-hmm. problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that. This is this is what what. Uh, I gotta do today. I gotta go talk with them. Then I gotta do laundry. Uh oh. I, I didn't buy a lot of machines. <laughs> right. So, I still can't believe that you don't have a washer and a dryer. Nah, hell, I would have broke. Oh, okay. So I seized the I seized opportunities. Like yep. I said, I seized the opportunity because I was on the board for 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 the drug drug problem and the homeless problem. Mm-hmm. So. I seized the opportunity to go and do laundry at this place where it was frequented by the people with drug addiction and the people with, with homeless problems and talk to them. How's the dumpster <laughs> stuff going? So oh, filling it up. Okay. Lots of stuff I didn't know I had. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this has been your Truth It. We will see you guys on Tuesday. Uh, I'll holler. And this is Trooper Joe, and I want everybody to go and- have that fun. All right. All right.